going on? What's happening? Yeah, we took a little break, but we back. We in here. It's episode Woo! bus. Episode <laughs> bus 36. Jerome Bettis, the bus. Episode. Oh, I was like, bus. <laughs> I don't get it. I thought you said bus B-U-S. I was thinking I bus did. Bus. I did. I did. Yeah. Bus B-U-S. Jerome uh, Bettis' nickname is T, the bus. Because like he was chunky and he used to wear, and he was wear black and yellow for the Steelers. So he looked Aww, like a bus. That is through. not nice. It's not me. When you got hit by that nigga, you felt like you were hit by a bus. Like, that was cold. I'll be yeah. offended. Don't be offended. Try to tackle Jerome Bettis and talk, come talk to me. You feel like you get hit by a bus. But either way, y'all, <laughs> we back. We back at it. I'm Tris. I'm posted up in New York. And we're going to throw it down to Texas and see what's popping over there. Well, I'm off the sick and shut-in list finally. Thank God. Thank God. Did you use any of those things my aunt talked yeah. about? Well, no, not yet, because I was already feeling better when you sent okay, that. Okay. But I'm going to consult a doctor about some of that stuff, um, especially Botox, because I'm ignorant. When I think you hear Botox, I think like, Beverly Hills celebrity type of thing for like cosmetic reasons. It that's the only face. Like mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'll have to consult a doctor about that. But uh, no, your girl had a week long migraine. This is probably the worst one I've had because I was like nauseous at the same time. Is it nauseous or nauseous? Because it's I, well, nauseous. no, it's nauseous. You can be nauseous, but you can have nausea. Yeah, no, uh, that's yeah. Okay, well, I had those, um, <laughs> and I had never <laughs> felt that before with a migraine. And when I tell you by day five, like even after getting the IV, day five, like I, my energy was on zero. I could barely talk. I could you said IV. Head. I was like, nigga, it got that serious? Oh my yes. God. Yes. Yes. It was I so bad. Mean. Yeah. So I'm trying not to, I'm feeling better now. I haven't taken um, any medicine in the last three days and I was able to like get outside and move around and stuff. So um, I'm just trying not to stress because stress usually is what causes my migraines. And so mm -hmm. I'm just really trying not to stress. Although like the last few months have been extremely stressful. So I'm just trying to like, Woosa. you know, on, on a quick note for that, like well, with the Botox thing, my aunt told me that I was like, wait a minute, you get Botox in your face? What could you do? She was <laughs> like, no, no, no. It's a little injection for the head. I was like, okay, okay. Cause she explained to me, it's a lesser dose mm -hmm. and all that stuff. They but also say if you uh, pierce this right here, that's supposed to help alleviate migraines. Wait a minute, you're saying if you put a hole in your tragus, it's supposed to uh -huh. help your migraines. That that part right there, that the little tragus. part right there. That's the tragus. Yeah. Yeah. tragus. Yeah. I had I had that pierced on both sides. Did you I ever have a migraine when that happened? I migraines, though. Did you ever have one though when that happened? Have I you ever had one? She may not suffer from migraines. I've had like two or three in my life, maybe like mm -hmm. three. I started I started getting them um uh january 2020 is when i had my first one and then they just come like sporadically after that and it's just do, ugh, I do you it. know like okay do you remember like when they found out that ulcers weren't caused by stress they were just exacerbated by it and they were caused by this bacteria what if they find out that like migraines are caused by some strange ass bacteria bacteria and, you know, in my and brain get, and maybe that's what the fuck i'm saying and then like it gets exacerbated by stress like what if they find out you know what I'm saying? I mean, I wouldn't put it past it. That, that's probably what it is. Because literally every time I'm like stressed out to the max is when it happens. And I need to get back to the chiropractor because when I was going consistently, I wasn't having headaches. So that's what I need to do. I haven't been since like April, I think. So. I see. I yeah. Maybe do something that like in your body that makes you have to come back. Like mm -hmm. that shit is crazy. <laughs> I don't have that's only been like one time. I was like, all right, I'm healed. Like, nah, I mean, it's a repeat no, business. They, is, they want repeat it customers. It's like that's what they maintenance. Want. It's like getting your wax, getting your nails, and you go ever so often just to get a little quick adjustment, you know, get it together. That's it's like the dentist. You can go a couple times a year. You'll be fine. Touche. Yeah. What's, what's popping in the DMV? What's heading? What's, what's going on over there? 
shit so i for some reason me and latifah have been like being on babysitting duty for everybody and Uh her one-year-old twin cousins for a week wow oh y'all get ready a whole week a whole week week Y'all about to be perfect. Well, maybe it was like five days, but that felt like two weeks. That's a work week. That's a week. That's a week. week. That's a work week. It was a long week. How old are they? You said one. You said one. Oh, they still in diapers. Can they walk? They can't feed themselves. Can they walk? They can, you know. Y'all was. Okay. Y'all was mothers for real. They can't do yeah, for themselves. Y'all was, y'all was mothers that live up in Northeast. Mothers. Not mothers. Mothers live in Maryland. Bless y'all. At some point, I was like, dang, I'm never going to have children. And then at some point, <laughs> I like, you know, having kids wouldn't be that bad. But I definitely would not want twins. Like, that shit, oh my gosh. You put one to sleep, and one is like, start to wake up and cry. Mm-hmm. Like, wake up, you got to hurry up, run them out the room and shit. Like, ah, be quiet, quiet. Woo. A, part, a part of me would be like, I wouldn't want twins for that fact but the other part is kind of like i'd rather like one and done you know type of thing to where it's like one and done is a long ass one like you (laughs) and then you gonna yeah like and then what are they two gargantuan ass babies like you pass two 10 pound babies out from the birth that's why i'm using a surrogate that's wild surrogacy all the way shine you still gonna do it for ten thousand, like you said the price went up. The price went up yesterday's price is not to yesterday's price i should have got that in writing right Dang, I should have got that right. See who she used. She wakes with probably a hundred thousand for her surrogate. Shoot. A minimum. What? Right. <laughs> Just maybe. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, that's been that was my week. That shit has still drained me out. But it's Dang. it was a good time for real. And um that's the only thing I've been doing. That's you real. being a mother, that's, that's a lot. Real. That's you enough. being a mother, child. Okay. <laughs> Man, this I, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. This weekend I was doing some running around. Like I was all over this fucking place. Like I would think that because Taylor was out of town, she was at a bachelorette party. So I was thinking, okay, it should be chill. It was not chill. It was not a chill weekend. So you lucky um, you had fun yesterday, our, right? Oh no, we did, but it was it was fun all weekend, but like it was just a lot, yo. Mm-hmm. So like so now there's there's like there's a couple of things going on. So our good friend of the show, Terrence, uh, aka the festival mm-hmm. connoisseur was mm-hmm. in town for Afropunk. So I'm helping him cover that festival, right? So now that's one thing that's going on, right? My father texts me on Friday. He says, I'm in town. What? First Randomly? off, not like, not like, oh, I'm going to be here in a few days. Right. No, I'm here. I'm in Queens. I'm here. For no. What? I'm here for, I'm here for your cousin's thing. So my cousin was throwing like kind of a makeup anniversary party. It was really just a big party just to make up for the past couple of years of, you know, like all the headaches and things that have been happening just to celebrate life with everybody. So that was what was going on on Saturday, which is why I couldn't go to Afropunk on, on Saturday. And so then, so then he was just like, yeah, uh, we're going to go down to Times Square. And I was like, Ugh, no, don't go there. <laughs> don't, don't go there. I was like, how about you go to Dumbo and y'all walk around for a little bit? Maybe cross What's the Dumbo? Bridge. Dumbo is an area of Brooklyn. Uh, it's right by the Brooklyn Bridge. So oh, that's okay. generally a great place to go around. There's some shops there. There's actually like a large park nearby. It's like a rec park. Like Dumbo is a very interesting area and you can actually get to some other places pretty easily. So uh-huh. like that's a great place to go, especially they were staying in Queens talking about I'm gonna go all the way to Times Square. 
I don't know why you'd ever do that. That's silly. But like, like I feel and, like New Yorkers hate going to Times Square. Like that's like a no-no for y'all. And we just don't. Why would I go? What what is there for me? There's nothing there for me. Like the movie theater every once in a while, and I'd still probably gonna go someplace else. And plus, they've been. They've both been to Times Square uh, okay, at least okay. two, three times. So why would you go back under what circumstances? <laughs> No, absolutely. There's no nostalgia down there. It changes every week. What is that nostalgic about? But no, we ended up going to dinner. It was cool. I figured out I found some time to get my skate on in there and all of that time. And then we ended up (laughs) and then we got to Afro Man, I'm getting smooth, smooth. Once I get this crazy legs down, y'all not gonna know what to do with me. It's about to be going and fucking popping. I don't even know what that means, but okay. Look, you just wait, just just watch this. Why? Did you I'm see the you. clip? I should have sent you this. It was a clip I saw yesterday of What'd Usher during his uh residency, and they was doing good love, and they did a little choreo on the. Stage. Oh yeah, no, I've so seen cute. that. Oh, I've seen that. Like, man. I'm going next year. He's gonna be there again next year. So I actually applied going. to be in his background dancers to go skating. So, Shut uh, up! No, I didn't. I didn't. Really? I didn't know. I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I, like, oh yeah. no, I don't even know how you do that. Who, what do you? Who do you send that text to? Like, uh, yo, I'm sure, trying to be on Usher skaters. Slide in the DM or or figure out who his skaters are and slide in one of their DMs. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. But I will say, I'm good. Party that we went to this weekend was fire. If y'all have never been to Terrace, 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 yes, Terrace on the park, it is Mm -hmm. in Flushing and it's dope. It's kind of dope. Like it's like this really weird structure building. It's low key, look like a spaceship on top of like a building, is what it kind of looks like. I I, I don't really have a better way to describe it. And then like, no, but like we were, we were in the penthouse and it was cool, man. It was a really lovely event. Apparently that's where they got married. Not in that same room, Aww. but so it was kind of, so this is the 25th, this is the 25th year that they married too. Oh, wow. So it was oh, that's quite, sweet. Yeah. And my father even danced, he even got up. Do you, right, y'all Dad. know what he wasn't going to dance. He was over here being like whack. Like he's, he's acting like he didn't want to teach me to dance and stuff. Like he taught me to step and things of that nature. My mother's going to take credit uh-huh. for that. She's going to uh-huh. hit us. I'm like, you get the credit mom, but I'm just telling you. he's right. So, but he got up and danced. And the song that he got up on, I'm gonna let y'all guess. It was an Afrobeat song, a very popular one. Do you know it? Last, last. No, that was that would have been a good one. No, no, he no, he no. If he was it DeVito? That, no, no, it was Tim's. It was a Tim's song, yes. Oh, it was? Is it the one that's going crazy on uh TikTok right now? No, no, it's, Baltimore dance too. <laughs> no, it's it's WizKid and Tim. It was Essence. It was oh, okay. Essence. That's what got him out the seats. I'm like, that's got that got the olds up. Okay. Not the olds. Whatever. They know who they are. It's fine. So wait, when you were at uh, Afropunk, was that what I saw in your story where it was like Victoria Monet and who else did you have? No, that was last week and that was in Made in America. But, oh, okay, okay. I yeah, know you we, went to Made in America. How was it? Uh, It was a good time, man. Made in America was dope, dope. I forgot about it because we didn't talk about it last week. But yeah, no, it was it was, it was was good. It was a good time. I, I enjoyed it. What? Who headline? Uh, Tyler, the creator, and Bad Bunny. I'm going to tell you right now, Bad Bunny be having the, every Latin person going crazy. Let me tell like, you. I thought Michael Jackson was there the way they were screaming for this man. Like, we, we, it was crazy. We, we went to go see Burner Boy, right? He uh-huh. was killing it, right? Came back. I'm going to tell you, look, it was like everybody was like every, like every nigga in Philly came, like they were just there packed in. And I was uh-huh. like, yo, what's going on now? Luckily we had some, some decent tickets. Like we had the VIP tickets for Sunday. So we could like go to like the front of the stage. That didn't really help because niggas were packed in like sardines to see. I'm sure. Money. 
And yeah. honestly, I, I wasn't all that impressed. I didn't. I don't. Let me tell you something. Bad. I didn't get it. Bad Bunny is clearing the banks right now. He is yeah. getting. I looked this up the other day because Community and I was talking about it. He's making two point six million per show. He has forty three wow. shows this tour. He's going to make around one hundred and sixteen million. Of course, you got to minus tax and all that stuff, but. 116 million God, from just this tour alone. Well, okay. he's the number one artist in the world right now. Streaming. Yes, mm-hmm. crazy. Because apparently, but he, but he doesn't speak any. Well, I don't know if he speaks English or not. But like, I do know that like on stage, he won't speak any English. Like he's only talking in Spanish. So mm. I mean, definitely shout out to him for you know being you know so solid in his culture and everything. Mm. But apparently, like his lyrics are really what gets people. Like what he's talking about. Like apparently, he's very inclusionary in his lyrics. Like he's kind of like some type of free Freedom fighter, but again, we never know. He, um, he kissed someone on stage. The VMAs happened like three weeks ago, and he kissed one of his uh male backup dancers on stage. And everybody was like, Oh, it's cool, and Bad Bunny does it, but y'all had a problem with Lil Nas X did it with his backup dance. I was like, Oh, Lord, I mean, that's that's their business, good for him. Yeah, um, I he didn't kiss nobody on stage, I saw <laughs> at Made in America, but yeah. I mean, no, but the best performance though, like the person who shut it down was Tyler the Creator. Like mm. he shed it the fuck that I didn't even know he was gonna shed it down like that. Like his maturation is crazy. Yeah. Like he had pyrotechnics, he had like digital dancers, he came up like mm. it was like he had like a set, it looked like a mountaintop from like fucking uh sound of music. Like what? it was crazy, armed with his Grammy Award winning album. He was out there doing a the thing, man. He was he was really crazy though, because there was this dude with his shirt off and do it like a do-rag. He said, hey, yo, what's up, hood nigga? I see you with them titties out. That's right, got them titties out. Yes. Uh-uh. And hood niggas can't deal with I got them titties out. The hood <laughs> he was, out. And he was like, hood niggas can't deal with that gay shit. You know, you know how it is. Uh-uh. He said, I see them titties, boy. I was like, this nigga's so wild. He's too I'm, wild. It was hilarious, bro. I'll be honest with you. I Go ahead. I was gonna say, is Made in America the the, the show Kodak Black was talking about? Yes, that, that is the show that he was obscenely late for. Talking about, <laughs> oh, he, was he late showed up like hell. eight minutes before his set was supposed yes, to be over. late as hell. Yeah, he was mad they wouldn't let him perform. Mm-hmm, he was yeah. like, they don't, they racist. Or, I don't know what the no, fuck. No, nigga, you were late as fuck. Is what the it was. set was over. You missed it. If they <laughs> was racist, they shouldn't have let Don Tolliver perform. That's who they shouldn't have let perform. He was, let me tell you right now, Don Tolliver is these new generations flow rider and it just, it ain't that great. <laughs> that ain't flow rider. With the fur. Cause he's not really for the niggas, but like, you know, like we know his music is whatever, but nah, man. Don Tolliver was just, like he claimed it was on, like everybody else's lights and mic work, microphone worked, but your stuff was like conveniently, your lights on stage don't work and your microphone don't work. But everybody else's across all three stages, microphone and lights work, but yours doesn't. No, no, it was, <laughs> it was, no, yeah, no, Don Tolliver, don't go pay to see him. You can listen to his music. His songs over. Okay. I wasn't don't, planning on don't, it. Don't even. Never do even it. heard of him. Honestly, I have no idea what we were talking. I've heard like one song of his. You heard that song after party? That's not the one I heard. Oh, that's the one. That's the one I knew. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that one. The, the last thing I will say about Made in America is that Pusha T. So he performed, right? We know Pusha mm-hmm. T. We know him. Lyricist, great, whatever. He is not literally one to rock a party. I, I mean, he got a couple. Was he too, boring? Like, a little bit, but. <laughs> But but what was really crazy is that so right this girl was like yo who's performing I'm like can you not tell from the forty or fifty coke bricks 
that are sitting on top of the stage right now. His set was oh, nothing bricks. but like 40 or 50 like cocaine bricks. Just he on said the he stage. Needs, who needs pyrotechnics when you got coke? Pretty much. Coke. Pretty much. Like that was his set. And he's the number one name in coke rap. I was like, bro, who else is rapping about coke with you? Maybe maybe Rick Ross from time to time. Wait, the number one that mother cover that's a num- thing? That's his thing. He's the number one coke rapper. That's his whole that's his whole shtick these days. Wow, that's okay, cool. Yeah. All the yeah, other man. rappers rapping about perks. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's still yeah. on the coke. Exactly, exactly. He, they you switched know, the drug, no more purple lane. Now it's about cocaine. That's I really a, haven't heard about lane in a minute. I guess yeah. I figured out. I mean, people still drink it. I mean, I'm not saying I don't know. It's not as glorified. I don't know. I, I couldn't, I couldn't speak on it. I couldn't speak on it. But I feel like. You sound like auntie. No, but you know, lean always changes because there's always something else they put in it. Because like, yeah, it's yeah. codeine. No, and then, then, it, then they do something else in it and they want to call it lean. Like, what, like I get it. You're drinking medicated stuff and cough syrup and some Sprite. Enjoy do this. they ever make diet lean for those who don't want as much like, you know, sugar, processed sugar in there? Yeah. You could use a less sweet drink. It, the, the, the drink is only to cover up the taste of all the other shit inside. So, I mean, if you want to use Diet Crystal lean. Light in your lean, you could do that. I mean, that's your business. I just drank a Crystal Light earlier. Of course you do. Anyway. You know, we need to be going. The streets are finding for some information, and we have yeah. the lady who has it. So, it is time for the bulletin board. Boy, boy, boy. Let's take it away. So, um, I actually just heard about this like right before we hopped on to do this so it's not even in our notes or whatever um and i'm sorry sean i'm gonna start it off on a sad note but i just want to say rp to pnb rock um he died oh i know he got shot i know he died they pronounced him dead right before we got on here to do that Peanut butter um, rock. no i wow. didn't know that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he was shot earlier today around like 1 yeah. 15 at uh the waffle house out in la um waffle houses be dangerous yeah, don't they house. They do. They it, do. Well, not Waffle House. Sorry, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay, like, that makes more sense. The, the yeah. Waffle House. But the thing is, also, from what I know, they don't have the suspect just yet, but they said that he was with his girlfriend. Um, I believe that's the same girl he had his two-year-old daughter with, but don't quote me on that. But he was just eating there with his girlfriend, minding their own business Um, when somebody walked in and shot him, right? So... They did say that his girlfriend had posted like a picture of them at the at Roscoe, excuse me, um, with an actual like location tag. You know, you can put the location and stuff on pictures. We and think then... she was a finger man. We think she was. Well, that's the thing. Like, it could go one or two ways, right? And I'm not here to speculate. It could be like innocent, where you're like on your story and you tag where you are. You know, not even thinking someone's tracking you. Um, okay. Or I don't know. You know, I'm not even going to put that out there because I don't know. I don't know her. I don't want to even put that out there. But it's just crazy that she posted that shortly after that. Prince came and shot him and then she eventually deleted it or whatever they said. But not a lot of information has been released because this literally just happened earlier today. So I just want to say um, rest in peace to PNB Rock. Prayers up to his family, his daughter, his mom, everybody. And it's just really sad because I really, I really love PNB Rock since like 2016. I've been like, you're a, you're a peanut butter rock fan. I am. Okay. I am. So this really hurt me. I'm just like, what? Like, I was literally just scrolling, you know, Instagram just right before we got on here. And then I saw, I was like, what in the world? So I just wanted to um put that out there because I didn't even have time to put it in the show. But um, yeah, so back to the original show. Um, the first story I have for you is London Bridge has fallen down. So okay. On- okay. 
Okay, Fergie, Fergie. All right. My London, London bridge when they go down. Like- oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you could probably guess what this story is about. Um, so on, on September 8th, Queen Elizabeth II of England died after a, this is extraordinary, but I'm not even going to say that, after a 70-year-long reign. Is she it was fucked up if I put applause old. in when you read that part? Hey, do what you do, brother. <laughs> do what you do. Do what you do. <laughs> so, uh, she was 96 years old at the time. Um, the palace announced that she died at her summer residence of Balmoral Castle in Scotland uh, with members of the royal family who had gathered because they heard of her condition. And um, she had COVID earlier this year. The cause of death hasn't been pronounced yet, so we don't know if it may have been like remnants of COVID or it was just old age or what. And I just don't call it old. I mean, she's. I mean, she was ninety six. She she lived a long enough life, you know, you know. Um, but you know, of course, a lot of people are mourning her. You know, saying their rest in pieces and all that good stuff. While a lot of people aren't sharing those same sentiments, you know. Um, just like you asked me about the whole applause thing, you know, do what you do. Um, I thought it was. That's so sad to say. Okay, first let me say it is sad when you lose a family member. That's always sad. However, given what like she represented and everything that happened during her reign and stuff like that, I can't be mad at the way Black Twitter and Irish Twitter was going off this weekend. I'm not going to lie. I was chuckling at the meme. There's an Irish Twitter? That's cute. There's an Irish Twitter. They There was this group of Irish men doing the river dancing to another one bites the dust in front of Buckingham Palace. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I don't. I it, put it in the group. I, and, and it went off. I saw I that one. That's funny as hell, actually. There was on a friend of mine who, like, I, I follow. She, I don't know which. I don't know where she did or where she found all of them, but she had a collection of all the memes. She mm. had. It was like twenty pages long in her story. I mm-hmm. fell out laughing. I was like, girl, I don't know where you found all this, but you need to keep them coming. Keep them coming. Like Irish Twitter and Black Twitter, they were you were going off just like you say. They oh, had yeah. some wild stuff, man. It was oh, it was too hilarious. Too yeah, hilarious. yeah, it was definitely funny. All the ones about like uh Diana not wanting to let her into heaven and all that stuff. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, so. Rest in peace, ma'am. Rest in peace. Rest, Rest in wherever peace. the good Lord is send you. Yeah, I was like, that's the Lord. I ain't got nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Sorry to our English viewers. Didn't they say she died like a month ago or something? And it then- was like earlier this year, like I think it was like March or April when Hollywood unlocked which is ran by Jason Lee, said he had an exclusive from the palace and he was told that she died. The queen and the palace ain't calling you if something happened to her. Who is you? He probably had a source. <laughs> he probably had a source and they probably did it just to fuck with him. Or she'd been dead all this to. time and they had a and they had a double and they just now released you know, it. And they just I, now released it. I had said that for a minute because after he had said I that, she wasn't she like wasn't seen for like almost a month. And I'm like, maybe she is dead. That's and they just trying to like by that time. I, I felt know. like they just were waiting to admit to it. It was like, God damn, clever bastard. How did he do All right, shit. Guess we gotta tell him. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, moving right along <clears throat> to the second story, which I entitled She I Not Ready. Oh, That's from Lord. Tiffany Haddish. This must be a ready. Tiffany Haddish story. It must be. Lord. We got we got to talk about it, you know. We got. Oh, talk about it. Ooh. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I heard about that on the radio the other day, mm-hmm. and I was yeah. like, yeah. yeah, it's a sticky situation, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> um, siblings identified as Jane Doe, which she's now twenty two, and John Doe, who's now fifteen, 
filed a lawsuit in the LA Superior Court last two, well, two Tuesdays ago now, so two weeks ago, against comedians Tiffany Haddish and Harry Spears. They accused them of grooming them um, when they were children and coercing them to film sexually explicit skits. And at the time, the young boy was seven and the girl was 14. So just keep that in mind. Um, so of course the attorneys for Haddish and Spears are saying like these allegations are meritless. This isn't the first time that they've tried to uh bring up a lawsuit against them for this, and they're just saying that it's a money grab for them, right? Well, um, apparently the siblings knew Haddish and Spears uh because their mother had a direct relationship with Tiffany. In 2013, Tiffany appeared as a guest speaker at a summer summer camp that the Jane Doe was attending. And Haddish allegedly told Jane Doe that she has like the perfect role for her. Neither Jane Doe nor her mother was aware of what the shoot would entail. And only Spears and Haddish knew what the storyline was. <clears throat> so the skit ended up involving Tiffany teaching the little girl how to mimic fellatio. In the video, an older man and a college age woman were arguing over a sub sandwich before eventually starting to eat the sandwich simultaneously from either end. The two appeared to moan and make sexual noises as they both ate the sandwich in a manner that simulated the act of fellatio. So physically, emotionally, and mentally um, uncomfortable, the girl complained that she was. Um, the lawsuit alleged that the following year that Tiffany went back to the mom, because again, the mom hadn't seen the, the first skit, but Tiffany went back to the mom and said, hey, I got the perfect role for your son, and we can use it as like a Nickelodeon short to like try to get him into you know Nickelodeon. So the skit for the son was involving Aerie Spears and Tiffany. Um, it basically had, let me go to it. It said that the boy was stripped down to his underwear. And the name of the skit was entitled Through a Pedophile's Eyes, Pedophile's Eyes, excuse me. And so it was about a child being left with the man who was played by Aries, um, who leers lustfully at the child in multiple scenes before massaging, massaging a young boy with oil and later getting into the bathtub with him and forcing the child to come closer to him. And in the final scene, um, it's flipped. So initially, like the man who plays by Aries, he's like lusting after the boy in his underwear. But in the final scene, the boy is lusted after Aries. So... This was uploaded to um, a couple different sites or whatever. And apparently the mom had been saying like, hey, I want to see these videos. I want to see these videos. And Tiffany was saying, oh, they're not edited yet. It's not ready. You know, I haven't even seen them yet. They just never let the mom see the videos. So after filming, you know, both the kids complained that they felt physically uncomfortable and they weren't okay with what happened, but nothing really happened after that. So now the lawsuit alleged that the plaintiff's um, mom and the plaintiff, which is the oldest daughter, they're falling on behalf of the daughter and the son. Um, let's see. So it wasn't until around 2018 that the mother learned that the skit featuring her son had been published online to Funny or Die. Uh, the mother was upset and stated that she would have never let her son participate in a pedophile child pornography skit. Um, funny or die actually ended up taking the video down because they said it didn't represent what their site stood for and now the uh, alleged lawsuit um, says that both the children had developed social disorders jane doe is unable to trust anyone since the incident and the john doe is suffering from depression and anxiety so thoughts 
I just feel like every time, like, I just feel like this is not the first skit that's been something like this. Now, the fact that they had actual kids in the skit, like, I don't know about the legality of like the child work laws and labor laws like that. So I don't know if that's what they're suing them for, stuff like that. But it's just like you tried to do something funny. It wasn't that funny. And then like it was just a bad skit. First off, you had Tiffany Haddish in. So it couldn't have been that great anyway. So that was already well, the first mistake. So yeah. it's just what it is. Look, she's not that great. If she was great, we'd know about it. Look, she has her moments. It's just shit don't be that funny. You sound like Cat Williams. That's just all there is to it. Like, it's just, it's a skit. It didn't work well. It wasn't great. And now they want some money. I get it. And if they get the money, good for them. If they don't, try something else funnier next time. Like, because Aries Spears is pretty funny. He's from Mad TV. Like, he's done skits for years and done skits that have been way worse than this. So, like, this is just another thing that they're just like, okay, well, now we're going to see if we can bring attention to. And I, and that's fine. If that's how you feel and they truly feel that way, I am sorry for them. But I just feel like it was some funny shit that just wasn't that funny. They wanted to be funny. It didn't work. Well, so you don't think it should cost them? You don't think it should cost them their careers then? I don't. I really don't. I just I just don't. Because the thing is that did they actually mistreat the children? Did, 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 did the children, did they physically harm the children? Mm-hmm. Um, all yeah, we all we know is they hurt these children. You, they really got in the bathtub. Like he really got in the bathtub with this child. That's weird as hell. I don't. I don't think he was over there like doing all kind of weird. I think they were just on camera, and it was like a funny little skit. Like as far as I've seen in the skit, he just jumped in the tub. It just seemed like some funny. Sh- it just seemed like some shit that wasn't that funny. It was just an awkward video. It just wasn't that funny. Mm, it like was it, it was awkward, and it was low budget it. too. Like it just, it's just not that funny. Like it was just a, it just wasn't a good skit. It's like most of the skits on SNL. They're just not that funny. Mm, yeah, nah. But how did the mom talk about she didn't see the skits at all and stuff? Was she not there while they were filming this? That's she what I. That's there. that's my question. That was my she wasn't question. There. The yes, something's up with this. That's, that's problem number one. Because the fact is, they reiterated how she already had a, a prior relationship, a friendship with Tiffany, and she trusted her. So I think that's what they were like harping on. Like that's why she felt comfortable leaving the kids alone with Tiffany because they had been friends, and she didn't think anything of it. But parents be too lax. Now they're like you gotta you gotta stay with your kids, man. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's tough because, like Tristan said, it wasn't funny. It was very cringy. It's like, just awkward. It just wasn't funny. Right? Yeah, and my thing is like it would have been funnier if like the kids were being played by adults, like acting like it. You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah, may have been like a funny children. factor. Right, right, because here it is like this big old person playing a kid and the whole pedophile thing. Then okay, that may have been funny, but the fact that you like really got this little boy stripped down in his under it was just cringy, very, very cringy, very unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw another little like clip of an interview that Aries did like yesterday, and he was saying, like, you know, this may in fact cost him his career. He said he already felt like his career might be over, but he was like, this will probably be like the nail in the coffin or whatever. And initially, Tiffany, um, when she was approached by reporters, she was just saying, you know, it's just a money grab. We're not paying no mind to it. A few days later, she was saying how she is kind of glad it's coming out because she always had this kind of like looming over her, like in the back of her mind, like what if this comes out or like somebody's going to say something or whatever. So she feels like um, now's her time to like really like face it and deal with it and deal with the consequences of whatever happened so 
Like it was just a bad skit. It was just a really bad skit. They thought because they thought to themselves, this would be funny. What if we tried to go real with it and tried to go? It just was bad. Like I can, I feel like I can hear them in the writers' room now. They're like, "Yo, yo, what if we did?" This? And then like it just ended up really. It just was shitty. And then they had uh, R. Kelly playing the whole time. And that's just like that's is so which awful. is low key hilarious. Like if you like if you think about yeah. all those parts like separately, they sound hilarious. It's just they put the shit together and it, it didn't work. It didn't hit. Mm-mm. Yeah, it didn't. Anyway, while you're looking at that, I'll keep y'all posted on what happens as far as like the lawsuit goes. Um, and I don't know, whatever happens, happens. I ain't got much to say about that. Um, so for my last story, I call this one real life purge because that's what the streets are calling it. So on January 2023, so this coming January, Around 400 criminals, uh, criminal defendants will be released back into the Chicago community due to the Safety Act, which was passed in 2020. Under the Safety Act, acts such as aggravated batteries, robberies, burglaries, hate crimes, aggravated DUIs, vehicular homicide, drug-induced homicides, all drug offenses, including delivery of fentanyl and trafficking cases, are not eligible for detention unless the people prove by clear and convincing evidence the person has a high likelihood of willful flight to avoid prosecution. At the same time, cases such as armed robbery or murder may see a defendant being detained by the judge only if there is clear evidence that the defendant poses a real and present threat to the safety of a specific identifiable person or persons. So basically like it's doing away with like the cash bond. So, you know, cash bond negatively affected a lot of like lower income people to where like folks with money could be easily bail themselves out and wait at home or whatever until mm-hmm. court versus those who couldn't afford it will have to sit in jail until the court day which could be years away depending on where you are um so this could be looked at as a good thing or a bad thing um the judge still has the discretion to hold the person in jail if they feel like there'll be an immediate threat you know to society and everything so I don't know. I've heard a lot of people like, oh, this is great for, you know, lower income people couldn't afford it. Well, on the flip side, people are like, you're releasing criminals back into the community. And I don't know. I think it's pretty, pretty polarizing, like just the views that I've heard on this. What are y'all thoughts on it? But they haven't been found guilty of being a criminal yet. They're Correct. like being for their innocent until proven guilty. Correct. Yeah. So technically they're still innocent so far. Mm-hmm. Say it one more time for the people. That hear you. Say it one more time for the people that didn't hear you. They are innocent. They're innocent at that point, right? So let them out. That's how I feel. Like they're innocent. Let them out. If you yeah. find them guilty with proper evidence and a fair trial, certainly. All right, put them inside. Mm-hmm. But until that occurs, let them out. Let them try to put their affairs in order. But you know, before these things happen, yes, I'm happy about it. I, I am. Do, do you think more states should follow suit and do this nationwide? Mm, well, let's see how this goes first. I believe New Jersey has already been doing this. I, I think New Jersey has already been doing this for uh, a while. So I think Chicago is the second state. I have to look that up to double check. But um, Illinois. Yeah. Illinois. Illinois, you're right, because Chicago is okay. a city. So, you know, it's, 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 it is, there's more to the state. <laughs> I, I know my city. geography. Okay, okay. geography lesson. It's it's the remnants of the migraine. I ain't thinking straight. I feel that. I tell you, I tell you anything as an excuse. I tell you. What what is that? What is that phrase? 
Excuses are tools of the incompetent, building bridges nowhere, monuments of nothing. People who use oh, oh we have to damn, I can't I can't remember it. It's been years. I can't remember it. We had to have that memorized back when with our right. days. It's a couple couple yeah. couple yesterdays ago. It's you know. And anyway, is that the last thing on the bulletin board, man? Is there anything else? Yes. No, that's all I have for y'all. So y'all know I'm gonna keep my ears to the street and I'll report back next week. Hey, yay. How are we doing today? Today for a lesson plan, we're doing a very special edition. So we all here are fans of murder mysteries here um, on the show, you know, in variety in, in the many varieties that they come in, whether unsolved mysteries or, you know, just wanting to do a deep dive into a topic that has nothing to do with our lives, but it don't matter because it's a good time. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. so today we've accumulated uh, a few stories that we're going to share with you. And I believe we're going to start uh, with Sean mm -hmm. John. And she has, you see that eerie sound? That's That tells you something's coming. <laughs> so today, Shantai is going to start. Perfect. And then we'll have a little, we'll have a, a, a few, we'll have a little break, a little levity, and then we'll come back with another murder mystery. Shana well, I'm Dye. not going to make it that eerie, but I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all what happened. So. Nigga, if you don't tell the story right, if you don't tell the story right, I want theatricality. Tell the oh story my right. Gosh. Tell the story right now. funny on a late evening. Thank you. Thank you. Start it off right. Make it work this music I found. You sound like a slave. You sound like, you know what you sound like? I didn't sound like a slave. I don't know why I was so damn weird. Shauna, you know what you sound like? And I don't want to, I don't want to. That's what I was thinking about last week. You gonna stop, y'all gonna stop. Y'all gonna give this the respect it deserves. You come here, you come here with that. You, you come here with that silver voice and you get it right and you start off y'all right. gonna get this story how y'all get this story we'll this take is it. a story about this a madam madam bessie jones come on bessie mm -hmm, bessie so you know she old so, <laughs> this was a while ago i felt like at the time that name was like yeah. amanda you know it was popular so um just to tell you the conclusion first she was stabbed to death stabbed three times in her home at the age of i think 77 years old damn they stabbed yes. the old lady she was still like she was on her shit but wait a minute mm. wait a minute so, did you see luke cage did you ever watch luke yes, cage i watched luke cage right is it like that was she that type of g ass madam was she over here setting <laughs> shit on fire and and doing all kind of and let us tell the story let us tell the story. i don't know all that Okay, I, look, I gotta ask. Let me tell y'all about her life and what makes this story so fucking crazy. So like okay. I said, she's a madam of a mm -hmm. brothel um, in Pennsylvania mm -hmm. starting in 1901, something like that. Mm. She got this brothel passed down to her. Okay, generational wealth. Generational wealth through a brothel. So, Can we just talk about the whole factor here and how it's strong? <laughs> It's like, fucking insane. That's hey, why I'm like, prostitution and sex is the oldest job from like, yeah, just sex. It's crazy. Um, so her great, her grandmother, not her great grandmother, her grandmother was a slave in the South. She was brought to the North with Confederate soldiers. So like used as their sex toy. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. they brought her just for that to have sex with the soldiers when they mm -hmm. were. Mm -hmm. she, they, they made her a comfort girl. I got you. Yeah. 
Okay, never heard of that. Yeah, a comfort girl. That's that's what the term is. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. So that's what she. That's what her role was. When she got to the north, she escaped. Then she, I guess she wanted to get in the the life of selling women. Decided to open a brothel. She had a brothel. She passed it down to her daughter, and her daughter passed it down to Bestie Jones. Mm. Mm, now the brothel is closed, unfortunately. If you guys were trying to look for it, it's a closed. couple. I, I assume <laughs> so. Is. I assume. Honestly, I you know they could have went to Bessie's daughter and her daughter. They could have still been making this. Oh, I'm not into a. I'm not into official hoes. Like, I'm only into like you know like adopted hoes. Like I'm not into like official hoeing. Like I'm not about what? to go and give you three racks to spend an hour with you. No, like I'm into go you know, for cheap. Is what you're saying? Don't not necessarily for cheap. I mean, there's other ways to extract amount of money. There's hmm. other ways to extract value. There are other ways. So not pay okay, at all. Well, is what you anyway, say. back to my story. Back to Bessie. So she, the weird thing about this brothel that they've been passing down through her generations is she would only service white males. She that did makes not sense. allow, yeah, she did not, her, her mother or her grandmother did not allow black men to be customers at their brothel because they said that that would um, get the police called more, they would get raided more often. Yeah, makes mm -hmm. sense. Fun fact about this brothel, this tells y'all that they fucking G's. It's three blocks away from the police station, y'all. Shut up. Fucking blocks away from the police station is this brothel. I mean, they were the paying them site. off, though. They were paying them off. Is what they had to be paying them off. They were paying mm -hmm. them off. That's what yeah. that the, so, the police officer is probably the main customers. The main customers, there. you mm -hmm. know they was. They was trying to get their free... Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a precedent for this <laughs> just right here, though. I mean... Because, I mean, there are several stories of, like, like some people that got their freedom that were enslaved and then bought slaves. Mm. So, like, there's a precedent for this. So, like, this is this is not unheard of. What state was this in? Pennsylvania. Mm, interesting. Now, it is a little strange in the north, though. But that is the one thing that is, that's a little interesting. Mm -hmm. for sure. so, this pipe is killing me. So, although she did not... Oh, she didn't let black men or college students. She said they... Oh. It's, it's that's real. That's, that's yeah. real. Yeah. That's, College kids get too hyped, they run their mouths. No, mm -hmm. they're like an exclusive white clientele, judges, politicians, all that. Jazz. Oh, elite clientele, yes. An elite clientele. She, <laughs> this lady was making so much money that she got arrested for tax invasion like 10 years before she died. They oh, shoot. Just hide tens of thousands and up to $100,000 in her home. Y'all. She died in 1971. So just imagine. They stabbed her. Wait a minute. That shit was open till 71? Yes. Till 70 fucking one. Wow. She was a madam for 50 years. Her mother before her. I don't, I don't remember how many. Talking about keeping your pimp hands strong. Jesus. <laughs> yes. 50 fucking years. Oh, wow. Before she died, they tried to rob her three times. She slapped more bitches than Iceberg she, Slim. Uh, yeah. She made it out, uh, protected her stuff. There was no arrests or anything that happened after the robberies, but this old lady was still like up and like ready. I just imagine mm. knocking people the fuck out. Like that's all I could think about. She's seventy years old, still about that life. This is giving Luke Cage season season three vibes. <laughs> that's what this mm. is, or season two vibes. This is giving Luke Cage season so, two vibes. 
right, to her murder. Oh, also one thing, she was really loved in the black community because she was a philanthropist. So shout out to her for oh, that. Aspect. Of course she, she was. Company. You know, of course she of was. Of course she was. She gave money to black organizations, to oh. black churches. All That's that. how you do it. Put reinvest in your community. The black people was cool with her. They was oh. like, bet she a businesswoman to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Until so your daughter people. ends up in the whole house working in yeah. there. Because but they allow my top earner. She my top earner. That bitch give me always, always give me half. That's that's probably another reason why she didn't want black males as a customer base because some of these women may have been like they daughters. They oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And they're gonna be fucking white girls. Absolutely not. They're not letting that happen. So, Did she let any white hoes work there? Yeah, she had white and black. Oh, she had white hoes too. Equal okay. opportunity employer. Gotta yeah, love it. Did she have any? Did she have any Asian hoes? Any native hoes? <laughs> Did no. she have any? Well, any... you know what? I don't know. I don't know that. <laughs> I know my girl had a gang of them, and they was making a loop back then. Mm-hmm. Wow, she mm-hmm. had the first bunny ranch. That's that's crazy. It was crazy how much she the bunny ranch. So her murder. She's in her house by herself one night. Someone comes in, stabs her three times, and she bleeds out to death. Mm-hmm. She had enemies. Of course. So, I mean, there were a couple of people that was robbing her to get some money. I mean, people were jealous, you know, people wanted yeah. to So, I mean, that, but the police had arrested this white girl who was a prostitute at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was away in New York. She like was a prostitute for a little bit, went away to New York, tried to make more money there, didn't work out. She came back on the exact night that this woman was robbed. Mm-hmm. And more suspect. It'll always be young. It'll always be your home. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this woman, she was five months pregnant and still working as a prostitute. Like the, the white girl the that white came girl? back? The girl that they think killed the alleged. Well, I mean, what else was she gonna do? Who else was gonna hire her at that time? She was an unwed mother back in whatever time this was. Gotta do what you gotta do for Oh, wait a minute, this is the 70s. Never no, mind. This is the seventies. I keep forgetting this is not nineteen oh one. That's right. Oh, well, not that long ago. No, but, it wasn't. That's just 50 yeah. years ago. But, so, okay, they had a tip from another one of the prostitutes that the white girl, whose name I don't remember, um, told them that she was going to try to rob Madam Bessie. The cops ended up pulling her over. She was in a taxi cab, leaving the scene of the crime, saying that she was going to Pittsburgh or something in the taxi. Wow, oh, she was the right? diversion. She so she gets pulled over and all that. They arrest her. She has three thousand dollars stuffed in her underwear and mm-hmm. and yeah, they specifically said in her underwear. Weird. So where else were you gonna? Where else are you gonna hide it? You know. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> in her bra or whatever. But they definitely made um, note to say it was in her underwear. So they arrested her and she said it was her money that she earned when she was in New York. They asked her why she was leaving the scene. She said she ain't know nothing about it. Blah blah blah. So she's arrested and she's tried, but in this little white town that they were in in Pennsylvania, the whole jury was white, young white people, Mm -hmm. and they looked down on Betsy. So the white girl ended up getting found not guilty. Of course. Of course. Mm -hmm. Because her defense was, oh, how can I stab her? And I'm three months, I'm five months pregnant. That would have been too hard for me to do. Girl. Right. That I've seen a pregnant woman pick up a car. Bullshit. Like, what do you... <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> what, Tristan? 
<laughs> oh my god, y'all haven't seen. Okay, y'all need to look at these videos and look at like a ama ordinary, like amazing feats of strength. Ah, and like this woman, like the adrenaline came and she like picked up a car. Like she didn't pick it up over her head or nothing. She just lifted it up to get whoever was out was under it. It was a pregnant woman. I was like, she had incredible strength. It was crazy. Okay. What made you Google that, Tristan? That's very specific. I didn't. I didn't look up that specifically. It started out. With, oh. It was a mashup of videos. There were several videos that were together. Yeah, like I cannot. Yeah. So anyway, the Tristan white girl got away with the murder of this black woman who was said to be a multimillionaire, but they couldn't. That's what they estimated her to be. But you know, she couldn't hide, put all her money in the bank. So. Right. Well, they don't really under the mattress money they were making yeah from this brothel that was passed down by like a hundred fucking years this brothel was running that's that's it. legit so so after she got stabbed the brothel closed down for good like she didn't have any kids or anything running it didn't say anything about her kids or nothing so. can we go to the original site where the brothel was do we know where it was it was in creole creole I don't know how to pronounce it. Pennsylvania. I can write it in the chat so y'all can say it. But we, we'd appreciate it. It's a royal town in Pennsylvania. Super white. I think it's not far from Pittsburgh. I was going to say, they should make it a museum, but if it's over there, they're not going to do that. So, never mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would like to go in this whole house. Okay, it's Carlisle, Pennsylvania. But it's oh, Carlisle. C-A-R-L-I-S-L-E. Yeah, Carlisle. Yeah, Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah. Right, yeah, I couldn't get that for nothing, y'all. <laughs> I could not get this at all. There's a few different ways to spell Carlisle. We have a Carlisle in Illinois, but there's a Y in there somewhere. It's messing <laughs> you up. <laughs> that Y throwing me off. <laughs> but y'all, they have still not, they not, they forgot about the case after the white girl um, was let go. No other charges were ever brought. The investigators stopped looking for her murderer. Of and course. nothing ever happened for this black businesswoman we need justice for bessie damn community so justice for bessie justice for bessie all the way man i i, I want to say that like i really want to like wholeheartedly be like yes justice for bessie but i don't know man <laughs> the fact you died trafficking women and shit like i'm i'm a little torn i'm just a little well, torn. she wasn't trafficking them she that's tra that's trafficking that's trafficking she was employing them that is trafficking services. Nah. how much was she taking off the top i about to say it depends and on what the whole we and what know. if the hoes wasn't acting right? So she ain't get him in line? I, she was a madam for 50 things. years. You can't assume those things. Maybe that's... Mm, and it was know. a few blocks from the police? Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Stop that's it. what Stop. really threw me off. I said, damn, this black business of prostitution three blocks from the police station? How did that last for so long? Tristan said her pimp hand got to be strong. I know it was. I know it was probably both of them. Probably she probably was ambidextrous with the pimp hand. That's amazing. Oh, as, as long as I'm that done. shit was open. Good lord. That woman is like she really that's a moment in like hood history we gotta put up somewhere. We need to put hood up history. Right, she learned this from her grandmother. That's what like, I'm saying. Her grandma taught her to be a madam. Like, she taught her how, she taught her how to breed hoes. I don't know that I'm too like excited. Like, I mean, I hope she's resting. I'm mad at it. I mean, she was a businesswoman. And, okay, let um, me ask this question. Let me ask this question right now. Uh, Yo, Granny, teaching y'all how to be to, to, to how to work these hoes. Is y'all about to fall in line? No, no, no. Your Granny, your Granny owned the whole house that passed down from her from her from her mama to her Granny, all that. And they was like Sean, Les, y'all are sisters in this case. I don't know why. Anyway, and. <laughs> We need y'all to run this whole house and keep our hoes in check. 
I bet you owe us money and you're going to collect at the end of the night. Are y'all about to work the whole house? I'll handle the business aspect. Y'all can do the pimping. Damn, <laughs> damn, Sean can do the pimping. How you just volunteer? Oh, I feel like you got that authority. You know, I'm me, my business major. I'm gonna use that to do wow. things. She wow. said, I'm gonna find a way to invest this money in other places. I'm gonna set up a trust and a right. and a I, I Exactly. Lay down my family legacy. So I think I'm gonna have to continue. That's what I'm saying. You you, you know? got that in you. Y'all yeah. got to stop. Y'all got to stop. This is sounding more and more like Luke Cage season two with every second. <laughs> with every second. Nah, I don't. Nah, I think I would just take that money from my family and do, do some, some legit kind of business. Yeah. A whole house can also only last for so long. Uh, nah, I, I mean, it lasted for 100. I, how how many years did it last for? Money. It lasted for 70 years. So They're long. still around to this that's day. A, so. That's a long time. Mm. that's a long time that is a long time like you got fortune 500 companies don't even last that long thanks <laughs> that's crazy but that is the story of madam bessie jones y'all can look that up and i don't damn what was the word carlisle 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 carlisle, carlisle pennsylvania, pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I could not get that out. Whatever. I'm gonna call Y'all her her story. I'm gonna call her Madam BJ. That's an issue. I don't know. That sounds weird. Madam that sounds BJ like Leslie. and she works in a whorehouse. Like that just sounds strange. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not myself. adding a rim shot for that. I won't be adding a rim <laughs> shot. No, nope, not for that. No. <laughs> Low hanging shot. fruit. Low. I mean, it was so fruit. easy. It was right there. I hope, it it right I hope it tasted good. All right, Tristan, what's your story you got to share with us? Well, before I get into some serious shit, I'm going to give us a few <laughs> funny little quips. So um, online, if you look um, into like funny true crime stories, there's a bunch that come up. I found a couple of them. We're just going to go through them and y'all tell me which one is the most ridiculous. So first one, a man went into a drugstore in Baltimore, pulled a gun, announced a robbery, and pulled out a hefty bag face mask over his head. He then and realized he had to cut eye holes in the mask, and he was arrested he by suffocated. security men. Oh, no, he just he cut the eye holes. It was like, yo, what the fuck? I can't so, see. And wait, they he got this the, nigga, and they got him. Wait, he put the mask on after he revealed his face in the store? Yes! Yes! yes. So, Let me read it one more time for you. Maybe you didn't hear it. A man okay. went into a drugstore in Baltimore. Right, pulled a gun, announced a robbery, and pulled a hefty bag face mask over his head at that moment. He then and realized he had forgotten to cut eye holes in the mask, and he was arrested shortly after by the security men. That is our first foolish crime. Got to be smarter than that. That's some drugs right there. (laughs) Well, just just hold on a minute. It gets better. It gets better. Number two. A Belgium news agency reported last year that a man suspected of robbing a jewelry store in Liege said he couldn't have done it because he was busy breaking into a school at the same time. Police did arrest him. Why are you snitching on breaking into the school? You your own alibi by oh, committing another crime. I'm not that mad. Look, I didn't do that crime. I did. <laughs> well, I did this crime. Yeah. He said that's I'm impossible. Not- I just stabbed the bitch last night. The fuck is you talking about? So Nigga, you had you need to come with us. You need to come with us. You need a, you need a better I mean, alibi, you warm, but you cold. Like you on the something, <laughs> but I ain't do that one. <laughs> here, here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 
Two men tried to pull the front off a cash machine by running a chain from the machine to the bumper of their pickup truck. Instead, pulling the front panel of the machine off, they pulled the bumper off the truck. Scared, they left the scene and drove home with the chain attached to the machine and with their bumper still attached to the chain. With their license plate. With their license plate. And that's how they found them niggas. And that's how they found them niggas. And that's exactly how they found them. Y'all so dumb in these streets. Don't commit no crimes. Y'all Wait, not smart. You said they had. Really. They were trying to steal an ATM machine. Yes, just like in barbershop. Just like in this. That's a real. It's based on real life. Yes, it is. I thought. I thought we. I thought we'd realize that. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. What the hell? Okay. 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 Here we go. When a man attempted to siphon petrol from a, this happened in London clearly, uh, from a motorhome parked on a Seattle street. Oh, Seattle. Who the fuck? Maybe somebody from London wrote it. Anyway, a man attempted to siphon petrol from a motorhome parked on a Seattle street. He got much more than he bargained for. For when the police arrived to the scene, they found an ill man curled up next to a motorhome trying to steal gas and plugged his hose into the motorhome sewage tank by mistake. The owner of the vehicle declined to press charges, saying it was the best laugh he had ever had. <laughs> shit just went everywhere. So he up shit right he's put the pipe put the fucking thing in the sewage tank not realizing and said and sucked out some shit and sucked and out some shit. Sick and was just laying there just laying there ill that's the nastiest uh, shit i never heard literally literally, literally. that might uh, be the dumbest that might be the, the dumbest one um uh, damn oh i missed the other story all right i'll just tell you this story so this one happened in leeds england Oh, God, this was the most hilarious one to me. So this man, it was like broad daylight and he was trying to rob this place. So he decided to climb up to the second story and kind of get in the window. For whatever reason, he lost his footing and fell and ended up hanging upside down. Everybody in the town saw this and proceeded to take pictures until the cops got there after like an hour later. So like for an hour, they were all laughing at him, pointing at, look at that asshole. Look at him up there trying to rob the, because they all knew what he was doing. Yeah. And then decided to take pictures. And like people were literally taking pictures and pointing up at him and whatnot. It was crazy. And when the cops got there, they proceeded to do the same. And then they got him down. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's for so, punishment. So who, who, who do we like? Who do we like for number one? The shit guy. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah. the shit guy. Ugh, I'm just Two. laying there with shit everywhere and now you're about to go to jail. You dumb as hell. And yeah. How did you not know the difference? Like, ew. Two is Baltimore for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It could be Baltimore. I'm sorry. The stupidest nigga was the nigga that fell upside hey. down and was hanging upside down for an hour. He was upside down for an hour because he couldn't get free. He couldn't get free. He was just we'll hanging, three. hanging he was upside down. Suffocate himself with a hefty bag. That's so stupid. You dummy. Well, he didn't, I don't know why he didn't cut the aisle. He said, "What the fuck? I can't." You dummy. And he kept it on. Like he probably didn't have no damn mouthful either. Like he. It has to be drugs, like you said, Sean. It that has, has to, to be drugs. drugs. What drug yeah. is that? It's too strong. Something yeah, I don't want to have experience. That wasn't drugs. That was just stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. And then the license plate one was dumb too. Like, yeah. you don't need a crime. You could at least have screwed your license plate. Why off. you ain't go back and go get your license plate? Because they were scared and panicked and left. They were like, "Oh shit, it didn't work." And then you might as well have stood there next to it until the cops came. If you gonna leave your license plate? Exactly. But yeah. you know, people are stupid. You know what? I ain't even going wrong. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna call it myself. I'm come on, here. I come get me. I'm dumb. I done fucked up. <laughs> Do what's I that get sound? points for turning myself in? What's like, what's that sound on fucking Instagram? Hey, I think I fucked up. <laughs> exactly. They probably did sound like that. Like, yeah. 
Damn. All right. Well, now it's time for the tough stuff, for Uh-oh. the murder stuff, for the unsolved mysteries. Okay. So this is the NYC heiress who vanished from Fifth Avenue, never to be seen again. Mm. When was this? I'm gonna tell you right now. On December 12th in 1910, a wealthy socialite oh. stepped out onto the sunny streets of Fifth Avenue, only to disappear later, never to be seen again. Dorothy Arnold, the daughter of her wealthy cosmetics and perfumer, left her family home on Fifth Avenue around noon. After running a few errands, she ran into a friend's house outside the bookstore at 2 p.m., with whom she had a short conversation. That was the last time anyone saw her. <laughs> extra. Good storyteller. What followed was countless man hours by the police and family tracking her last moves on the final days of her vanishing and a frenzy of attention by newspapers around the country. Newspapers followed the case and seemingly endless bevy of vague leads and tips day by day. And yet, despite the immense publicity that the case engaged, the prolonged investigation which lasted for years, no concrete theory was ever established to justify her disappearance. So now this story interestingly caught my eye because what's crazy is that when she disappeared, her family did not go to the police immediately. They waited six weeks to do so. They waited because at that time, if she had gotten kidnapped, it would have looked bad on them like at his business. So they tried to hire a PI to do it privately and to go Uh. investigate. And then after six weeks, that's when they called the police and that's when it got all this national attention. So it was just kind of crazy. So no one to this day really knows. Like they have all kinds of theories. Maybe she ran off, maybe he was abusive, or maybe she got kidnapped. Maybe she's in a ditch somewhere. No one fucking knows. They have no idea. It's still one of the largest unsolved mysteries in New York City to this day. She wow. was white? But she was white, yeah, for sure. Okay. That, that, that they looked for years. You know, yeah. they're black. They didn't they look for two days. They didn't look for two days. I wanted the cops family waited six weeks. That's a long ass time. Now you my first motherfucking guest. That's what I was about to say. I wanted the cops suspected them. Well, you know what? And that was another thing too. They did suspect them as well, but there was no evidence that nothing came, nothing Mm -hmm. came of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because her appearance was was wasn't even noticed for a few hours and when she was absent for dinner. And then so because like I'm saying, because he was so affluent, that's why he had like his little connections with the P.I. So then he had them looking for they're like, yeah, bro, we can't find her. I, I, don't, I don't know. And so then they talked to the police. And so then they tried to do a quote unquote thorough investigation. But I was like, how can you do a thorough investigation when like like the first 48? It's past that's the first what I'm saying. The fuck All the do? evidence is gone or whatever. Like but this is back in 1910. So I mean, like how thorough could their like their investigation really be? They didn't like, have no camera footage. Like they, you know, they, there's no Henry Poirot, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, that's but crazy. apparently the shop owner claimed that he spotted her buying men's clothes for a disguise and inquiring about, and they, and inquiring about a steamer fair. Right. So reports came in of her having been spotted in Italy and later in Chile, and then a flurry of sightings of other countries in U.S. cities all around, which amounted to nothing. Like I'm saying, people were really into this shit. They were like, yo, where is Dorothy Arnold? We Hmm. need to find Dorothy Arnold, you know, and they didn't find Mm -hmm. her. She's still gone. She's still missing. She off living her best life. She didn't change her identity. She did. She did now because that was 1910. I don't well, I don't think she took any money. I don't think she did because when the errand she ran that day, she went to a store or whatever. It didn't say that she had taken any money out. 
Now, if that was, that was something that they, you know, kept under wraps. Maybe that's why they yeah. kept it under wraps, because maybe she left with a bunch of fucking money. Who knows? Mm. But I mean, that's a good point. So, I mean, that's the thing. There's a bunch of unanswered questions with this. A and you're not going to go from wealthy to poor on the run. You're going to have to get some starter money. <laughs> that's real. Maybe she stopped by the brothel to make a few bucks and it kept on her way. And actually, it was going around the same time. <laughs> she could have went stop right over at Bestie House. I mean, though. maybe she did work for Bestie for a while. We might be able to put that together. Can we look? Do we have a, a, a master list of the hoes? Rotha was running it. Not a master day. list of the hoes. I'm done. There's got to be an employee list. Somebody this got to not a direct a whole directory. Records. She kept very good records of her clientele, what they liked, what they didn't like. Exactly. She was a good man. Names and businesses. Like exactly. Because she had to blackmail them. This is literally Luke Cage season two. This is yeah. literally Luke Cage. But the, the, the one thing I will say about this story is that this story was actually great because it was uh, it helped to develop the way that modern newspaper and police coverage is kind of made with the media. Because, mm. like, now, like, everybody following, like, remember when Natalie Holloway kind of disappeared or whatever, that girl? Yeah, yeah. Like, right, same type of deal. Like, it was just there before the internet. So, like, that was the type of buzz it was, it was, it was, um, eliciting. Did they ever find her? I can't remember. I don't remember either. I have no idea. I have I to go back and look that up. I don't, I don't remember. I, I, they may have found her body, I think. That I sounds, that, that sounds right. I don't want to spread misinformation on you. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but yeah, but, but what do we think, guys? What do we think about that? What do we think happened to her? Did we think that? Did we think she joined up with Bessie? Did we think she joined the circus? I think she did. did. She got kidnapped. That's Leslie's theory. She joined Bessie and started mm -hmm. working at the. But wait, what? You said this happened in New York in December twelfth, nineteen ten. She disappeared off of Fifth Avenue, Saks. New York Fifth ain't far 19. from PA. It's not, but like this is six hours <laughs> away. How'd she, she get there? Ended up in Ireland. Didn't you say somebody saw her in Ireland? No, they said they saw her in Italy. Chile and Italy, and they claimed in a bevy of other states. Mm, they could have just been false information, though. How do they know that's true? That's what I'm saying. Like people just and like she didn't look all that great. Like if you look at her, she looked like what a lot of other people. At that time. So no, no, no. What I'm saying is she had plain look. She looked like a lot of other people. Uh, she didn't have a very distinct features, is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like if I had seen her on the street, I would still be like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like I could look at her like. She's like other white people you see. I mean, just other people in general. She just don't have a very memorable face. Like I had to look at a picture five or six times before I realized it was the same story I was reading. Like <laughs> just don't. And shit was in black and white back then. People couldn't identify nobody. Like yeah, unless you were yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Black. That was my theory. I think she ran away with a black man. Well, Ooh. I mean, it could be that. It could be that. But see, but see, my theory was. And she had to buy him clothes. He probably broke. <laughs> my theory though was that her family was abusive in some kind of way and she was looking to get away that's what i thought just because of the time and then like you know the demeanor of those men you know in that time you know and then okay and this is around the time of like white slavery where a lot of girls were disappearing like they even tried to put jack johnson in jail for just that so mm. i feel like she left because just because the climate of the time because you had the four p's it was like piety purity possessiveness there's one other time this is a fascinating time in history when white people feel so persecuted it's hilarious but <laughs> regardless um i think that they were abusive and i think she ran away and i think maybe it was with a man or a black man or whoever the fuck else but i think she ran away i just mm. it could have been like her love interest and her parents were right like, no, right we're not gonna have a negro grandchild that's not what they said then they told her. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not, <laughs> negro was not the word of that's not what they said <laughs> i think she, i think she <laughs> ran away gonna be a nigger 
Like, that thing's terrible. He said, it's an abomination growing in her womb. Not in the womb. I think she ran off, ended up running into Bessie's establishment, worked there for a little while, and then she met What is she going to Pennsylvania? How she know about this place? How she know about it? Everybody knows about Bessie. She stumbled upon it, ended up meeting Bessie's cousin, and ran off with him. Bessie's cousin? (laughs) Bessie's cousin. Because of the black man. The the prostitute who um who was working for Bessie that they think killed her, she was doing stuff back and forth from New York. <laughs> she <laughs> ran off with that prostitute baby daddy. I mean, but wait a minute. But y'all forget baby daddy. these are sixty years apart. Sixty one nah, years apart. I'm those talk- events. Uh, ain't yo. no ain't no whole working past sixty. No one giving. Well, no maybe one, she was working for Bessie Mama. Who is paying for retired pussy? Bessie Mama that who is paying for time. retired pussy? Who is doing? Oh, that? you know somebody would just don't act like no, men ain't 19... Not back then. Not back then. Lots of weird stuff happened back then. I, I know. Who, who over here like <laughs> over here paying for dust? Ain't nobody doing men, that. Men paying for dust. Y'all are weird. I, never, <laughs> yeah, never. Somebody got that kind of fetish. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's real. Fetish has been around. Like, all time. I need is a little KY jelly. <laughs> That didn't exist yet. That didn't exist yet. They made, they, they made their own. They made their own. They hate me so much. Like, they had Vaseline. They had good old Vaseline. They coconut oil and aloe vera gel. They didn't know, know about coconut oil. oil. This is white people. They didn't know about coconut oil. They didn't know about it. They don't know what they was the on. Co- they had they, they, they knew about coconut oil. They lived in Jamaica. Not here. <laughs> well, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed uh, Murder Mystery Hour. Uh, if you have some more thoughts on the story, please send them in. But we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Know what time it is. It's time to go outside. It's time to stretch those legs. It's time for Reason. Take it away. So the streets have been buzzing about Ryan Lennox. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they have. have you Rightfully guys heard so. it? Yes. Mm-hmm. How are you yes. feeling? What are we giving it? Scale to one to ten. I'm I'm gonna give it an eight point four for now. Yeah, it's gotta, gotta be different. Eight point four three. Like, all right, all right. Four three, talk about it. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Okay, eight point four three. Leslie, what you giving it? Um, I'll give it a nine. It's probably my favorite project of hers. Um I'm not gonna lie, y'all gonna judge me. It took me a minute to get into Ari. I wanted to like her so bad, but it's just like it it was something I was you gonna listen to Kalani. You're gonna listen to Kalani. Oh, I love Ari do that. That's wild. Don't do that. That's fucking Don't wild. Do that. Don't do wild. That. I love I've Kalani. Been, but I've I been rocking with Kalani since like she first dropped her mixtape. But let me say this. Ari grew on me and now I freaking love her. So I want to shout out to Justin Lamont. He was a team leader with me and he's been managing Ari since like we graduated from Howard. And so that's why I like really wanted to support and really like her, but it was just something that was holding me back. But once I finally what did, back? What, what I can't, I can't even tell you because I listened to like a lot of other girls like her, but it was just something I was like, what uh, else is like Ari Linux? She's like, ain't nobody yeah, like her. I'm like a hater. No, I'm saying I like her now is what I'm saying. Like but you last, started off as a hater. I'll say Correct. the last three years I've been rocking with her strong. The last three years. That's acceptable. I, Thank I you that. for y'all jump on me. I'm giving her a compliment. Okay. Regardless, right. this album and her little EP that she released the week before, 
no skips for me. I rock with every song. Her voice is like smooth like butter. It's the fuck fire. It is. I love the features she had on the song with Lucky Day, the little like like that conflict conversation that they're having. I thought that was super cute. Chloe, Chloe came and blessed it. Summer Walker came and blessed it. Like it's it, it was well worth the wait. The, the summer song, I think, is still the strongest tune on the CD for sure. Really, okay. I think so. I think Queen Space is definitely. I think it's still the strongest song. Now, I need to go back through it one more time because mm-hmm. oddly enough, it was following me around all weekend. Like it was. Oh, really? When my father was going hat shopping. It was playing in the hat store. Like oh. we were like oh. at the festival, the DJ kept spinning stuff from it. Like I swear on my phone, they kept suggesting it. Like it was following me around. I was like, all right, all right, let me, <laughs> let me, maybe I need to just all sit right. down. They say you're going to get this Ari today. Oh, get get this. This Ari. But you know, what's crazy though, during, so during that week when she was releasing it, she did like a surprise, like she had two secret location things or maybe three mm-hmm. of them. They were in between New York and DC. So like, there was like an album like released on like Tuesday uh, so you had to like find her where I'm like, I ain't about to find you, girl. You can tell me where it is and maybe I'll show up. But then so then she was in D.C. for three days and then came back to New York for a secret performance. I'm like, girl, That's you don't cute. just tell me where the hell you're going to be. Like, I'll show How up. You you Did she give out clues or something? Apparently, she- like I was looking at her Twitter. I didn't see it. I was looking like Instagram on Instagram story? and I didn't see it. I was just like, I, I'm not playing scroll detective for you, girl. You can tell me or not. It's just what it is. She said, I want my real fans to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Okay. I guess I ain't real. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm very pleased with this project. This is one of the better projects I've heard in quite some time, especially top to bottom. Like mm-hmm. this is probably the last top to bottom thing that I was been excited for since Beyonce dropped. So mm-hmm. okay, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely make sure y'all check out all right the next new work. Now, in the movie world, did y'all see <laughs> Hunk for Jesus Save Your Soul? I did. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It was interesting. (laughs) Was it as funny as y'all thought it was going to be though? Were y'all were were y'all in stitches? So you didn't find it funny? No. No, it was it was (laughs) funny. It wasn't in stitches funny, but the Regina, it was Regina for me. Like she the whole time, she embodied what a first lady is and the struggles that she has to go through. The the happy smiling face she has to put on you know and deal with whatever's happening behind the scenes and just like her little like side glances and stuff to the camera and stuff like that and she still brought like her funny but she definitely brought like that pain and seriousness that goes along with being a first lady like it was Regina for me Stella K Brown was good too but it was Regina for me like she she needs an award for this one yeah that oh I know it got the church people hot though oh yeah the church people were upset so Mm -hmm. I didn't really know where this movie was going to be either so when I started watching I'm like wait a minute did y'all watch the short I didn't know what the hell this was about Oh, so you didn't see the short before oh we went into it blind we were like okay what's this gonna be about like, yeah, what's going on? Like, oh, okay, 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 okay. As things started to go down, I did not like how it ended. I'm very me either. That pissed me off. I was like, wait, what? It just ended. So you know how, like, um, what is that? Very Mark French, very French type. Where they, like, end the movies and then the credits come and then they have another part. So I just knew that was going to happen. Because <laughs> and it did not happen. be the ending. Literally watched it. I was on my, I watched it on a little app at the house. I was like, fast forward to the credits, waiting, like. This can't I be. watched it on Peacock. Yeah, but... <laughs> I wasn't paying. <laughs> but yeah, that I mm, 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 mm. Mm. I, I, 
And again, I didn't like Sean said, I went into it blindly, not really know what it was going to be about. And then after it went off, I kind of like did a little more research. And then I found out it was about like based loosely off of Eddie Long and his situation. So then it really made sense. Um, but again, I didn't like the ending either. I felt like it left so much up to interpretation. Like you could just assume maybe where it went, but not really knowing. Um, yeah. I ain't like that. I wanted them to like, I want her to leave. <laughs> I want her to be done with him so bad, but you just, you don't know. Um, but overall, I think it was a good movie. Um, I'm probably glad I ain't like pay for it in the theaters. I'll say that, but it was a good I was going to go on $3 movie day, but they ended up closing the theater because they got a damn gun threat. What? what? Were they upset the movie was playing? They had $3 movie day last Saturday. What was the threat about? Was, was somebody upset the movie was showing? They were like, how dare they show this blast from this movie? So they had a threat at the theater in um, in Maryland. I think it was in like in Largo, that theater next to Carolina's Kitchen. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Then okay. somebody called in and had another threat for the one in Alexandria. Damn. Yeah. But it was just for the theater, not because they were showing the movie though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it had I thought you were saying church folks up there threatening. <laughs> like, well, not the church folks. We're going to handle this by any <laughs> necessary. Church folks got their Glock. Like, let me handle it real quick. <laughs> so I, got no, but I did really enjoy the church shade. Like, yes. money. like, I went to church a lot growing up, and mm -hmm. I know that church shade is mm -hmm. hilarious. Like, they was on point with that. That little scene with her and a lady in the mall. Oh my goodness, that whole Her fake lady shit. Yes. Like, that was funny. Mm -hmm. um, other moments where you're like, oh, this really do be how church people are. Mm -hmm. But overall, it was a no. Yeah. What would you give it one out of 10? I guess it goes stars because movies do stars. So four out of 10. Damn. Mm. That's a failing grade. Like, I didn't yeah. even pass. That wasn't even halfway. What would I give it? <sighs> yeah, if I paid for it, even $3, I would have been like, damn. But I loved Regina. She did do, she did what needs to be done. Like, yeah. so do you feel like it was a script issue or do you feel like their performances could have been stronger? So you think it was a script Their issue? performances were great for what it was. Performances were great. That's the only reason why I got a four. I almost gave it a five because of performances, but it was really the- It didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And like you got to watch the short. If you had watched the short, the short's only 15 minutes long, but the short is pretty much beat for beat the movie just, you know, just shorter. Like cuz they But how the does short. the short end? Does the short just the end? The short with... ends just short just ends. It just ends. Exactly. So because I still would have been mad Homeboy shows short. up and looks at him and like confronts him and then it ends. Like but that's how it's supposed to end. Yeah. So that's not how it ends on this one. So it's like that confrontation happens and then the next scene is the whole where they actually try to reopen the church and then like in the parking lot, he the boy comes back and does like some donuts, and then that's it. Like she just looks at the camera, and that's it. Yeah, like, that's I'm, that's pretty much how it ends. Yeah, hmm. yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Um, just the flow of it as well. Like I feel like they took forever to tell us what he was. What happened? Yeah. That was the point. Rushed that was it. that was the job. Everything thing, else was like you know? rushed though. I feel like my mama got it before I did because the whole um bedroom scene when that happened, my mom's like, oh oh no, he's sick. He's sick. And I'm thinking like young girls, but my mama instantly got it because he wanted her. And I was like, oh, I was like, I was yeah, his girl. leg was cocked up too. Uh, I said, oh, go home. <laughs> over there. Yeah. I was like, oh, dang, my mama's sharp because I was not thinking that. Yeah. Tifa yeah. gets that off rip. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> that went past me too. Like, okay. Right over my head. But 
Overall, I will probably give it, I'll give it a six because again, their performances are great. I think it was just like, it just ended for me. And yeah, I'll just give it a six. I I, I wouldn't have wanted to pay for it because uh, I don't even pay for Peacock. So I got it for the free for free. So. <laughs> All right. But our last thing that we're going to cover is Afropunk. Tristan, I know you mm. was out in them Afropunk streets this past weekend. Tell us how it was. I was in these Afropunk streets. So I'm going to tell you right now. Um, the the okay. Let's let me let me just let me let me start with all the good stuff. Afropunk is a great and wonderful experience. It's literally like the most community music festival I've ever been to. Like everybody was cool. Mm. Nobody pushed anybody. You could literally talk to anybody you wanted to talk to. Like they had a million vendors there selling all kind of cool stuff. I got a cool pair of sunglasses. Loki, I should wear them shits right now, but it ain't necessary. I'll break them out another show. But uh, no, they had great vegan dishes. Like I didn't have to worry about, you know, finding something to eat. Shout out to Soul Vegetarian. Um, had a great jackfruit sandwich from there. It was was delicious. Um, they had some pretty good acts. I'd say the lineup wasn't as strong as it could have been, but Burner mm-hmm. Boy was the headline. He did his thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely well wanted. Last, last. Indeed. But you know what? I'd be upset because I'd be like, you can Tony Braxton out one time. Just bring Tony Braxton out one good time if you're going to do That would be lit. That's what I'm she saying. Make, you make it so much off of that song. Tony she, is. she for sure is. Um, she's like Ricky Martin and the thong song, you know. So I think he said she making like forty percent. No, like sixty like percent of the song. Sixty was flip. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. Sheesh. I mean, he uses he damn near uses her whole fucking song for the thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, Mm-mm-mm. but no, it was good though. Um, notable performances because, like, well, the thing about it is that it rained. Oh my god, it was rainy. Like it was Dang. rainy. Like okay, you know, it's rainy when like your fingers are pruny. Like my fingers were pruning oh, for like the last three hours of the festival. Like I thought at some point I would never get dry. Like I thought my bones were wet. Like it was. Yeah, just, I was just standing was just, out there in the rain. Well, what we gonna do? Covered. Yeah, I mean, like I had, I, I had a rain jacket. Ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I had to be there to see it. We were covering the rain. I'd have been like, all right, hoo-hoo. we were covering the festival. I was there, courtesy of the festival connoisseur, looking for the best music festival in America. Our Come on, covering the festival, Mister Terrence. Yeah, we really were, man. We had a whole crew with us. We had somebody doing the sound. I was doing the video. And we were getting okay. interviews. We got some very interesting interviews. But I love the costumes, the pageantry of it all. Like, people really come out and show up for that. Like, do you know this one couple, they had their outfit made out of safety pins. Like, they literally mm. put, a, put like, a, like a thousand safety pins and put them shits together. Hell no, because if one of them popped no, up. No, it was fire. It was fire. If I could find the picture and, right and now. Unless they super glued them or something. Nah. I will show it to you. Um, like I will Coachella say that when people dress up then. No, they for sure did. No, they for sure did. But like it was definitely, but they decreased the festival capacity because apparently, like in the past years, they had like thirty thousand in the space for twenty thousand. So this mm-hmm. time they just decreased it to twenty thousand, and you you definitely had some space to walk around. Like no, it was it was cool. I aren't y'all aren't in a state of emergency because of polio? No, it's fine. It's fine. I mean. It's- <laughs> Because I'm pretty it's sure fine. I just read that yesterday that New York was in a state of emergency. New York is in a state of emergency all the fucking time for everything. That's like, true. This is so. What that are we talking true. about here? Uh, uh, just just check your skin every now. No, nah, it was no, crazy. but it was it was a dope experience. Honestly, I think we probably need to go there and cover the festival one of these times because I feel like it's really a pinnacle of black excellence. But there are other Afropunks to go to because this is like kind of like the, the end one, but there's one in Atlanta and I think they even I'm do one in bad. another city as well. I think it may happen. They do them, don't and they I, do them in Africa? 
Um, I don't know about Africa, but I know they oh, did it in London before. That's close to Christmas time. That big Africa. Yeah, I think it's just Afropunk. It might be. It might it's be. like Ghana. That's yeah. Ghana. Yeah, Ghana is my friend went twice. Ghana is a whole thing for New Year's Eve, like a whole thing. I mean, yeah. in that case, Wizkid and Tim's better be there. In that mm. case, but yeah. no, I suggest the everybody go water. if you have not been to Afropunk. It is an awesome experience, and mm-hmm. uh, if you're looking for the coverage of the festival, check out the Festival Connoisseur. Um, you will see the coverage and uh, a few articles and a few photography by yours truly. Uh, so check it out. Definitely. Ooh, and I really do like the vibe of um Afropunk. I went in Atlanta when I think it was Miguel was headliner. Oh yeah. No, everybody Miguel kept talking about that. Time, man. He's a good ass time to watch. So that was fun. The vibes were definitely like nice, chill, black folks just hanging out. There was out. no fight, right? Nobody got in a fight or anything there, right? Mm-mm. Everybody was peaceful, chilling, smoking, you know. Right. You know, the only thing I will say about Afropunk, just like one more thing, is that like it's so community based, like like people go all the time, like literally mm-hmm. they're like, oh, yeah, I saw you at this festival. I saw you at that one. And like everybody like was really like really I was really, really cool. Like They were just cool mm-hmm. as shit. Like it was not a problem That's getting cool. any interview. Like no one said no. They were like, oh, my God, can we tell you more? Like, mm-hmm. I love your fit. Can we get another picture? Yes. Take 10. Like it was just cool, and then some of the vendors we ran into, yeah, it was just just dope, just dope, dope. So shout out to to Brooklyn, they did their thing, man. It was just too rainy, like oh, Brooklyn. Yeah, I feel like I'm just now gotten dry, like in the past couple hours. So, <laughs> so. what? <laughs> All right, that just in cool. case you get a little cold or something, because mm, that's immediately just, what I'm thinking of. Take a shot of some Tussin, just you know, just some make tussin. sure. <laughs> get some Tussin in you. you know Put some Tussin in you. Yeah, get some Tussin in you. <laughs> Oh, and last night, before we forget, though, Sean, uh, something with the Emmys, right? Something happened with the Emmys, right? Leslie is supposed to be telling us about all the Black winners at the Emmys, because you know they're the only people that we care about, for real. I mean, I like other people there. I'm not going to say I Oh, well, I speak for myself. I'm sorry. That's real. We root for everybody Black here. So (laughs) we do. We do. So, um, yeah, so there's quite a few winners last night that I was definitely cheering extra hard for. So Zendaya won for lead actress in the drama series for Euphoria. Um, she needs to win had, for that. Too yeah. much. Ooh. Too much. I know. I know. Like, that last season. Ooh, that show's that so heavy. Did. Like, it's it's heavier than two tons. Like, that show is heavy. <laughs> it is. Um <clears throat> Gerard Carmichael won for writing for a variety special for Nathaniel, which I personally loved. I know it had mixed reviews, but I loved it. Good, good for um, Gerard. Good for Gerard. <laughs> Lizzo won. She won quite a few awards for her uh, Watch Out for the Big Girls, which is on Amazon Prime. Did she um, even play that song in there one time? I don't recall it playing, and I watched the whole and thing. That's I really disrespectful. enjoyed it, too, though. That's I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was a good time. I did see a, a fair piece of it, and I was like, this is a good time, but mm-hmm. why do I not hear any Baltimore Club music? That's what that's I felt. Funny. That's just me. Um, Shirley Ralph won for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy what? Series for Abbott Elementary. Yes! yes. Say it again. Well Say it one more time. Say it one Cheryl more time. Shirley won one for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series for Abbott Elementary. I fucking love Shirley Ralph, man. man is she not the, be- she is she not the goddamn best, man? Abbott, I mean, mm-hmm. And her, her acceptance speech is probably one of the best acceptance speech I ever heard. Like, she started off in song and then gave a very, like, uplifting... You know she used to be a recording artist, right? Yeah, she was a dream girl on Broadway, the Dina Jones. No, but yeah. I mean, like, before that, she used to release music yeah. and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah she I know. Yeah, I fucking love and, Shirley Ralph. Yep, and then uh, Quinta, Quinta Brunson won uh, for writing Quinta! for a comedy series for Abbott Elementary. 
Yep. So I, I just wanted wait for that to come back. Woo. I know. I just binged everything just to make sure like I'm all caught up. Yep. Yep. So I'm ready for that. But yeah, I just wanted to no, get a week, out. a week, 21st, 21st, 21st. a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Woo. So I just want to give a shout out to everybody black who won last night at the Emmys. Uh, Well-deserved. And we're looking for more great programming coming up. And I'm rooting for P-Valley to be nominated next year. Yes. All right now. Yes. But shout out to all the Emmy winners for sure. For sure. Y'all did your your job. Yeah. But we know the ones that we're we're for real rooting for. And that's okay too. That's all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good for them. Good, Good job winners. Woo. But that's all I got for us today in recess. Oh, all right. Have we come to the end of the show, y'all? Isn't we that time? Have. Damn, yeah, that's crazy. So. But before we sign off, y'all, please check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Spotify. Check us out on Apple. Man, check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And then hit us up on the t- on the TikTok, the talks, on the Instagrams, you know, on the Twitters. You know, Elon didn't buy it, so it's still cool. You can check it out. It's all right. You know, we're we out there. We want to engage with you. We want to hear back. And I think soon we're gonna be we're gonna ask a few questions. We're gonna be looking for some answers. Okay, so engage. We we want to, we want that engagement. We want to talk to you. We want to see your beautiful faces and all that good stuff. And do. And what? <laughs> and what? I missed something. I must have missed something. Fuck! What the fuck just happened? <laughs> Unless we just went super country and do. Oh, I don't I know see. what the hell that came from. I don't know. We're okay. Anyway, uh, we're gonna sign off now. Clearly, it's that time. Uh, it's gotten later. Either way, y'all from, from New York, I'm Tris. <laughs> Sean the Don and laughing Leslie. Clearly, last for prayers, y'all. Last for prayers. Oh my god, Tris is so confused. <laughs> So what just happened? Um, go ahead. <laughs> Even though the party may change, the vibe remains the same. We out, y'all. Hey. What's up, guys?